2: Finally, finally, our brother came to sit with us live from the, the Dream Hotel. My boy, Rich Homie Chief, and y'all know, sitting over there, world champion, all pro, arguably—I don't even know if it's arguably, but we'll say arguably for the sake of conversation—cool, best cornerback in the business, Jalen Ramsey. Yes, sir.
3: Yeah. Now I appreciate appreciate it, man. It's, it's, it's time. It's about time. It's time. It's
4: it's mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, this this is special. Like I was thinking on the way driving up here from Long Beach. Like, you have those full circle moments, right? Mm-hmm. And um, for everybody who don't know, we we launched the podcast. You know, fifteenth episode is coming soon. And um, but early, early on, Jalen, Dr, Micah were early supporters of, of the vision way before we even started. And um, what we were putting together, you know. So um, being able to finally sit down and and have this conversation, and um, you know, it's, it's a special moment, and I'm, I'm just looking forward to it.
2: It's also special because uh, the, the, the the king over here, the young king, yesterday played, if I'm not mistaken, played in his hundredth NFL game yesterday. That's up. Talk That's to up. him. A Hundred. Hundred.
3: Man. 100, man, that's crazy to just – it's crazy to say. It's crazy to think about, you know. um, Man, It like I knew it sometime during the year I was going to get to my 100th game, Mm -hmm. God willing, right? Mm -hmm. It never really sunk in until like last week just during preparation and everything. I'm like, man, I'm really – I'm about to do something that – like can't nobody where I'm from say that that they've done, like, and especially they ain't never done it like me, you know what I mean? Like, not not arrogant, not in the arrogant way, but that's just a fact. Like they ain't never, ain't nobody where I'm from ever done it like me. Like, yeah. ain't nobody where I'm from ever done played a hundred NFL games in seven seasons and three first team All Pros, five Pro Bowl. Like, ain't nobody from where I'm from ever did that. So, man, it's amazing. I all I, all I do is like thank God because I'm like man, like the people you put me around, you know. The people that god has blessed me to be around Mm -hmm. throughout my journey the situations he's blessed me to be in throughout my journey it's like like i really feel special and chosen by by him only god ordained yeah ordained god you know what i mean yeah like because man like all my homies from back home like they would they would love they would kill to be in this position like Mm -hmm. and live out these dreams that we had as little kids so like for it to be me like for this to be happening to me, like, man, it's amazing. Like, just amazing. And, and like, after the game, I was talking to my family and everybody about it. And I'm like, man, it's crazy because, you know, you think, like, these big milestones mean, mean a lot, right? Which they mm. do. Um, you know, like, my first NFL game, like, it meant a lot. But I lost my first NFL game, you know what I mean? Okay. But it didn't stop it from being a – like, my first NFL game, like – Yo, my dream still came true on this day. It was still a big day. It's still a big moment. You know what I mean? Like all the feelings were still there. Like, wow, this is amazing. Don't get it twisted on like losing ever. But yeah. like, I still embrace all of that. Um, and then the same with my 100th NFL game, we ended up losing. But it's like, I think about it and I and I, and I take all my feelings and emotions in. And I'm like, man, I'm so blessed regardless. Like, I'm so blessed and regardless of how this game is going like I was thinking this during the game like Mm -hmm. we were losing during the game Mm -hmm. and I was just thinking in my head like man I'm still blessed like don't take this for granted because we losing. don't get mad and don't go don't give it your all on any play that you that you playing like just just like having that constant like it just certain milestones just make you be so grateful and so thankful yeah and it make you just live in the moment no matter what what's going on around you you know what i mean and um like like we had this conversation like us three we had this conversation before like yeah, yeah. When, after the super bowl when we was like in SoFi, and, and y'all yeah. was like man how you how you feel about it and i'm just like man i told y'all the same thing then like during that milestone i'm just taking it all in yeah. in the moment like being grateful and thankful for all the accomplishments everything that led me to this point, and all the people who led me to this point um because y'all, y'all even know in the Super Bowl it didn't go exactly like the the actual game didn't go mm-hmm. exactly how we're playing how I planned. but man the whole moment was just like man don't don't let like a little hiccup or you know something that didn't go your way take your joy and take your uh you know gratefulness and thankfulness away from this huge milestone that at the end of the day God still blessed you with this <clears throat> like god still yeah. blessed you to be in this position you know what i mean so you got a lombardi trophy yeah and you got yeah. a ring man I, man i man, i've been blessed with so much i got so much i i, I got the accolades i got i got all mm-hmm. that man i got been your so health your family my man like <laughs> i'm so blessed it's like man i can't like yeah i gotta keep my motivation and my ambition and, and yeah. all that stuff but yeah. I, I can't i can't let it get to a point where i'm like getting down on myself or I'm not being thankful and grateful for the the present moments that I'm in. Um and you know, worshiping God and, and praising God because man, once I start doing that, it it, it ain't gonna be there no more. He gonna take that away. Like Yeah. So hmm. that's how I was feeling with my 100th game, man, that's even crazy. though we lost, man, I've just been so I've been feeling so grateful so and thankful, man.
2: Has the little boy from Smyrna hmm. When, when did he start walking this down, this dream down? When do you, was it, was it there? Because I know your father is also plays a huge role. He's mm-hmm. your, he's your trainer, mm-hmm. right? So when, when did you start walking this down? Matter of fact, just tell us about early life for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Like, what's, what's early Jalen Ramsey life like?
3: Man. So for the people who don't know, my, my dad is a, he's a fireman for the Nashville Fire Department. Well, now he the fire chief, so. He's been doing it for basically my whole life. Okay. You know, 25 plus years he's been a fireman. Hasn't you know, retired yet. No, nah, he ain't retired yet, <laughs> he, he won't retire. For whatever reason, for whatever reason. But, um, so you gotta think, like this man, I saw this man wake up at like four in the morning, get ready to go to work, be at work for 24 hours. Like they had 24 hours, 48 hours, like be at work for 24 hours, on call whenever. Like, first responder, people's lives depended on them doing their job the right way. So he had to be focused, detailed, disciplined. Mm. Like, he had all of the attributes that, that I could dream about wanting as a, as, a, as a young boy, a teenager, a man, like a football player. He had all of them. Like, first responders, they have all of them. They yeah. got to be accountable. You know, they got to work together as a, with, with, with a team. Like, they got to know their job. They got to execute their job. Like, they got to be focused, disciplined, like, everything. Ain't no time to be lazy. Ain't no time to, to slip up. You can't make no mistake. Like, real deal, people's lives depend on you sometimes Absolutely. in these situations. So seeing all of that growing up, um, seeing him do that, and then the same, like, seeing my mom work her ass off, too, like, wake up every single day and go to work.
2: Okay.
3: And, like, 6 o'clock. But not only that, but make sure me and my brother was straight first. Let me make sure they straight. Then I gotta still go to work. Then I gotta go to work. Then I gotta go pick the boys up. Then I gotta do this. Then I gotta do that. Like seeing them two, the way the way they went about like working in their business and making sure the fam was straight and making really making sure me and my brother was straight, and still didn't miss no games, didn't miss no uh, activities, no no school trips, no nothing. Didn't miss no teacher conferences, we still at everything, I'm like, yo, this is dedication. So hmm. I learned early, like, Yeah, this is how yeah. it gotta be. Like this is how dedicated I need to be at whatever I'ma do in life. Absolutely. And that's what they preach too, like, man, whatever you do in life, we don't you don't care what y'all do, but whatever you do, you gonna be the best at it. You gonna be that dedicated, like, at whatever you do. And um naturally I I'm the baby of my family. Like I'm the okay. I'm the I'm the youngest boy. In my uh, how
2: many total?
3: It's just me and my older brother, but I got okay. three, four older cousins, yeah. and and all my older cousins, brother, they all played, you know, collegiate sports, whether it was football or basketball, all of them. Okay. So I'm the baby okay. out of all the all the all the boys in the family. So naturally, I was gonna gravitate to sports. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and just being around them, I gravitated to sports, and I gravitated to football. It, most of us were football. It was a couple of basketball, but most of us were football gravitated to football and you know those same things that my parents instilled with me in life, like just carried over to football.
4: Yeah.
3: And I and I love football so much and I, that's what I wanted to do. So I'm like, man, my parents told me whatever I want to do, I gotta be oh, wow. the best at it. So that <clears> that 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 led to where I'm in now. Like that that laid the foundation.
4: Yeah.
3: So who I am now and what I do now and what's led me to this point. And then obviously of course like God been on my side and I truly believe that. Like God been on my side. I either he put me around the right people in the right situations. Like I, you know, I get people, some people call it like luck or uh, the big ah. breaks and stuff like that. Like, nah, it's God. It's like God, movie. God, God yeah. he orchestrated all this in my favor. Like, I really believe that.
4: So you found, I mean, you really identified your purpose at a young age and then instilled what your parents, you know, under their tutelage, that when did, um, you know, I know you love football, but mm-hmm. was it like ninth grade, eighth grade, when you're like, being from a small city also too, mm-hmm. were you like, this is, this is all I want to do. And how do you get, you know, for, I know there's so many kids that are out there that live in small cities and might not get the eyeballs mm-hmm. and the, the, the opportunities as other kids in major cities. How did you go about making sure that your skills were showcased and you know you were able to find that path and, and get noticed and you know take the next steps for college and, and those things.
3: Uh, my parents again, my okay. parents throwing me in that fire, making me do stuff, uh, being there to support me whether I uh, failed or succeeded, and whatever it was I was doing, a lot of that was them. Um, they sacrifices taking me here and there and. They just molded me so different, man. It really, like that's really what they did. They molded me so differently. Um, so I really, I really like God and my family. Like for real, for real. Uh they like that's what that's why I'm still the way I am now. Like that's what it's about for me, is God and my family. Did
2: your older brother play too?
3: Yeah, my older brother played. He played uh quarterback, actually. He played quarterback uh at a high school sign with N T S U, middle Tennessee State, right on the road from where we live. Okay. And then he finished off his career at uh Tennessee State. But yeah, he played too. So wait, he
2: went to Middle Tennessee State and Tennessee yep. State. Yep. Yep. So Tennessee State, HBCU, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee State. Our boy our, who you introduced us to, KB, Yeah, went mm-hmm. to Middle Tennessee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got
3: it. Yeah, my whole fam went to uh, basically my whole family went to MTSU. My dad played at MTSU way back in his days. And wow. wait,
2: so is this true? I heard that there was a real chance that you was going to go to Middle Tennessee. Like you considered it. I mean, growing
3: up, I thought it was destiny. Okay. Like, my dad played there. My brother played there. Like, you kind of thing, man. It's destiny. But I was too, I was too piped up for that. I was too good for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not a bad way. MTSU, cool, man. I love MTSU. I loved visiting there all the time. Yeah. Like I said, I had family ties there. You know what I mean? And um, man, even at the time, like Coach Stockstill, who was, who was KB's coach and all that. Me and his son are the same age. Me and his son knew each other. Me and his son hung, hung out all the time. His son ended up winning. <laughs> You know, Middle Tennessee, eventually, like. What we were your top
4: it. three college choices?
3: Uh, when it really came down to it, like, when it was really time for me to make a decision, it came down to Florida State, Florida, and um, I'll just say them two for now. And I'll say USC because I was committed to USC. Southern California out here, I was committed to it. Southern California for <laughs> almost a year almost a year uh, you was
2: gonna be a Trojan
3: I was gonna be a Trojan man I wanted to be extremely bad um, and uh, man I remember as soon as they offered me I was ready to commit like ASAP uh, my parents was like man hold your horses like you know take a visit there at least yada yada I did that, then as soon as I got, took my visit, I'm like, I'm ready to commit. Like, I was persistent with wanting to commit to USC. I wanted to be there. It was one of my dream schools. D.B.
2: University. That's what it's
3: considered.
4: Uh,
2: I don't
3: think it's considered. <laughs> no, no. I, come
4: on. Come on. <laughs> Who considers it? That? I don't think anybody considers <laughs> it. It was, was for a long DB time. I heard, ain't never heard that one never before. Heard that in my life.
2: What do you, what, 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 what was it considered? Is it tailback you?
4: It's nothing. Uh, it's at you. one time.
2: You talking about like Ronnie from Ronnie lott to like all the way? They had some it. good safeties, but uh
3: they weren't deep. You want that bullshit? Right now. <laughs> want yeah,
2: no. Name <laughs> Florida whatever. State, so Florida oh, yeah. FSU. Come on. No, I know. Deion, I, Deion, Sanders, I knew Buckley, Terrell Buckley, <laughs> Buckley was, was that called. shit.
3: Kermarty. Ka- yeah. Come on, man. And them the guys right before me. And then me, Derwin, and it. Come on,
2: man. Okay. Somebody said the
4: D-B-U-K.
2: Hey, listen. On, man. <laughs> a lot of people would say, "Yo, Ronnie Lott is considered." Is he not considered the best safety of all time? Mm-hmm. Ronnie Lott. I don't even think it's questionable. Oh,
3: uh, now you tripping, lady? I'm asking uh, now you. you tri- it's questionable, yes. I agree, man. Uh, legendary. Like that's why he's a Hall of Famer. That's why he is who he is. That's why we talk about him still. But. Mm-hmm. But like, come on man, you got Ed Reed. What are you talking? You got Ed Reed. You talking about Ed Reed ain't the best ever? <laughs> Ed Reed ain't the best ever? I mean, it, I and that's, Ed Ed that's that's just me. <laughs> but but you got like Ed Reed, Troy Palm you got yeah. uh, Troy wasn't better than Ronnie Lott. Okay, I get that, but Ed Reed, John, Ed, Ed Reed, right. the conversation you
2: got, now you you got me the con Reed, we oh, yeah, yeah we got so Ed was Ed was was we so unbelievable he different different super different but look i i we digress so just so you walk onto the campus of uh of fsu in tallahassee and okay so after being a, a an illustrious high school career mm-hmm. right um and now you're at the campus at fsu you're starting over again, right? You're, you, yep. And 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 like you're starting over at every yep. level. You start over again. What is uh, there? Is there a daunting moment where you ever? Why when you get to FSU, where you're like, man, maybe this ain't this this ain't it. Hmm. Maybe I ain't it. Do you have those moments? Nah, not me.
4: <laughs> I love not it. me. I told, you, I told you God done not bless me,
2: and yeah, man, he don't bless me so
3: much. I look at any and everything that I do and I'm like man it's I'm here for a reason God put me in this position for a reason like whether it's a I I was I was uh recently just talking to my my chaplain about this uh you we were talking about just positive thinking and stuff like that cuz what you put in your mind is what you like how you are usually absolutely and I'm already like that I'm a glass half full type of guy I'm not <laughs> a, I'm not a glass half empty type of guy I'm always glass half full like man I ain't gonna lie, like we we out there this I can just talk about this past Sunday. We losing like 17 to three in the third quarter. And in my mind, I'm like, somehow, some way, we're gonna find a way to come back and win the game. And then we down 24 to uh 24 to 10. Still in my mind, I'm like, somehow we gonna score a touchdown, then we're gonna get a turnover, score another touchdown. We right back on the game, like. It's never really. I'm always glass half full. Like it's never really like, dang. If we, I'm in this position now. It's always like, all right. I'm in this position now, but it's about to flip. Like I always think that in my mind, it's about to flip. Something about to change. Like, okay. Something's gonna change. If I'm late, if I'm late going into work, I don't think like, man, I'm. Nah, man, I'm mad. Got, I'm I'm moving this way this morning because there's a reason. It's a re. I'm okay. always like that. Like okay. There's always a positive. Okay. To Makes me, sense. like yeah. So no, nah, I never I never had that moment where I didn't think that I was meant to do great things, meant to be on a big stage, influencing people, and having a having an influence. Never, never in my life. Like, and I think that's also helped me. You know what I mean? Like, I was a first freshman to start at cornerback since Deion Sanders at Florida State. Like, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like,
4: yeah.
3: I just named a couple other people who just came before me who, Terrell Buckley, top five pick, Cromartie, like, you, everybody. These guys came before me, and there's even more that I can name. These guys came before me, but I'm the first <coughs> freshman to start since Deion Sanders? Yeah. At Florida State? First yeah. freshman to start his first game since Deion Sanders in my – and what I do, I get a pick in my very first college game, started every single game in college, have started every single game in my NFL career. Like, man, I, yeah. like, I'm blessed, man. I'm so blessed. Like, and I, and obviously, like, I put the work in too. Like, don't yeah. get it twisted. Like, yeah, I yeah, definitely, yeah.
2: And that's, that's, that's why you can feel the way you yeah, feel. Like, I definitely do the work that. In. I definitely
3: yeah. do that as well. But man, I feel like step one is, is knowing that I belong. that part knowing that i belong in these rooms knowing that i belong on this field with these guys knowing i belong here so i ain't ain't, i'm going out there i ain't ain't playing with no fear i ain't playing timid i'm gonna do everything that i know i can do plus more plus what i didn't even know i could do yeah like i feel like i'm gonna go out there and like people say man he turned into a different beast out there sometimes like nah, i don't turn into no beast i turn into i turn it man that's God's. That's the Holy Spirit coming through me right now, like y'all. It's it's something different, but it ain't no beast. It's that's godly. Like, <laughs> like that's how I feel. I ain't yeah. gonna lie to you. Like, that's personally how I feel like, yeah. when I'm out there. Like I belong, man. Yeah. Like I, I belong wherever I'm at, and that's in life too, though. Like I belong in these buildings with these execs. I belong, you know, wherever. And I, I belong right here in these same rooms as these guys. I belong, like it ain't too, it ain't, I'm here
2: for a reason, God put me here.
4: Love that. I, love I, <laughs> I love that, oh. I love that, I love that.
2: I think we, I think, um, I think I know that we, our culture, we need that mindset.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We need that mindset every single day. Absolutely. Because uh, the reality of it is, is, we're shown things through other lenses that would have us doubting, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, our standing. And so I I love you, I love you. I don't even want to say it's confidence. You put the work in, bro. Like you said, you put the work in and then your belief. And then uh, again, that's exemplary. That's an exemplary quality. Yeah. That people need to have like we all need to we yeah. need to have that like I belong here yeah, I'm supposed live, to be right here in this moment
4: I mean the culture now in the climate is everything needs to be validated by somebody whether that's comments on social media mm-hmm. or somebody telling you you're doing a good mm-hmm. job or somebody and I think mm-hmm. you know I, I was I was thinking of the word resilience but it's way further than that and i think you know the purpose in your faith also too where it's a higher calling you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you're destined you've already you know what you're destined for and you keep continue to grow in that but again to your point it's like people need to hear this because we need to understand we don't need to be validated by people to go out and be our best. Yep.
1: Yeah. You should
4: wake up and be able to look at yourself or say something to the most high and be like, "I'm this is for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. And that's why it's, when you peel back the curtain, so many people are in so much pain. It's because they need that constant, like- Reassurance. Reassurance that- Which would
2: drive you crazy. It will
4: drive you crazy.
2: Cause you always like searching for validation as opposed to it being like, Yo, this is what's supposed to happen. If I put in the work, if I treat people well, if I do all, you know, I check all the boxes on the on the things that are absolutely important in this life, I I'm only supposed to sit right here. Absolutely. I I built this table. Like I'm 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 supposed, you know what I mean? I built this table. Yeah. Um it's
3: all God though. Like that's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. as we speak it's all God like. Yeah. What we talking about is actually like it's biblical, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. If you really tapped in, you know, if you tapped into the word, you tapped into God, like you read that Bible, man, you're going to find examples over and over and over and over again where he telling you, you a king, mm-hmm. you're for greatness, like whatever you thought you was going to get blessed with, I'm going to bless you with double and triple and I'm going to make you, you know, the ruler of many nations. You thought you was gonna get this, I'm gonna give you this. Like it's all biblical. It's written. Like <laughs> it's in there. So when you tap in, man. And so like that's what I do. We you you yeah. wanna talk about like the validation and stuff? It's true. Like, man, it's so easy to, to wanna look for validation from social media or, or somebody you may looked up to or this or that. Man, people are always gonna let you down. Unfortunately. But when you tap into that word, if I'm looking if I'm man if i'm going back and i'm seeing what god said about me oh he said he said i'm a king <laughs> what are you talking about he said i'm a king you can't tell me i'm not he said i'm a king that's real so i'm tapping i tap in like every day you know that's that's just me i tap in every day i make sure i stay tapped in yeah. he telling me i'm a king then I, I feed myself with with all this 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 positiveness yeah <laughs> and what's what 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 the lord and what god truly say is me man you're a king you bless you this you going you got greatness still on the way i ain't done with you i ain't finished with you this 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 and then i got the faith yeah, you gotta have faith that's biblical as well and then, um, then what, it, what it also say faith without works is dead though dead, yeah. and that's the part where you I, i got this i know i'm destined for this i know i'm a king i know this is coming i got the faith but i also gotta go put the work in too yeah, gotta go to work so yeah. it's all of it and like all of it is biblical like that's really how I, how i approach life. That's how I approach life. Like that's how like, like, I'm raising my kids,
4: everything. Yeah. Like, well, what they say, um, you trusted trust with little, you know, he'll give you more. Um those those could be trusted with but I I completely agree, man. Like that higher that higher power, that higher source is just something you gotta lean on to because you know, you'll never get it you'll never get that through another person. And it don't mm-hmm. matter. Your parents your parents have disappointed you. you mm-hmm. Your mom, the people you love the closest to, you know, so, um, that's just, it's just so powerful to hear. Question, um, seven years in the league now, right? Yep. Where do you feel, and this is, I think, more off the field, has the growth been, you know, the most in in your life that you, you know, that you're like? having kids,
3: Mm -hmm. you know. Okay. Um. My first uh, couple years in the league, I didn't have no kids. I was, you know, a young bachelor living the life, mm-hmm. really, just living out here. Doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Enjoying, you know, enjoying everything that came with being a, you know- Playing in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. just enjoying That's life, new. right? Yeah, Man, and once you have kids though, especially if you, if you are a man, and you have daughters and especially if you are, uh, like a big fierce, like I play football, you one of them men, and then you have daughters. and Then you have another daughter, and then you have another <laughs> daughter. Like, man, it changed your whole, it changed you up.
4: Yeah.
3: It changed you up. Like, I'm still who I am, you know what I mean? When I gotta flip that switch on this field, I still, I'm still who I am, but man, like the patience, <laughs> the, you know, just everything really my daughters have helped me in so many aspects that obviously they so young right down, they don't even know, but like, man, they've helped me be a better leader. Yeah. Um, just because like, man, just think about it. Like with kids, you don't, sometimes they can't communicate, you know, thoroughly what's going on with them and you mm-hmm. gotta figure out how to, and they're all so different, so then you gotta have to figure out how to lead them. As your dad, how, how do I lead you to, to, to do it, what I need you to do? What without you, you shutting do down or without it. it being I, I might have to do that different with different with my little breland than i do it with my little juni or with my little brooklyn like they all different so i might have to treat them a little bit differently breland yeah. i can get on her a little bit she gonna respond get it right back all right she might not she ain't gonna do it again the brooklyn she gonna cry if i get on her so i gotta i gotta approach it a little bit different juni she, a thug. she <laughs> she she on whatever and then she gonna get in trouble again. She don't care. She like it's just different. But but everybody and that's how it is. Like yeah. being a leader on a football team, everybody's different. Everybody in my secondary is different. I can talk to uh, one of my teammates and they get it right away. I can talk to another one of my teammates and they might not get it or they might not feel it or you know some of my teammates have a little bit more confidence than the other.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: then I gotta approach that different. Gotta pour a little bit more confidence in him, but this one I can just tell him straight up, I ain't got a sugar sugar coat, nothing. Like they don't even know, man. They they've helped me with my patience, dealing with my teammates and dealing with people in general, being a leader on in, in the in the locker room, like like that's probably helped me the most. Um it's like just like them little things, them in, them intangibles, I would say and that all comes that all strictly comes from my daughters. And then obviously, you know, just regular growth and going through yeah. experiences in life and stuff like that has helped me grow too. But my daughters get a lot of credit for for the man that I have uh, changed Come. into, and the
2: men who I've become, for sure. And develop, continue to develop mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We right now we're like uh, we're seeing a lot of. Um, I don't. I want to. I want to put this right. Uh, specifically in the NBA, right? Mm. We are we are seeing a moment where uh, yeah, let's talk about it, man. No, we are gonna talk let's about talk it. Talk about it, come yeah. on. Yeah, talk about know. it. Why uh, not? Come uh, on. What? Uh, let's not even be right. How do you, do you? What do you? What do you feel about what's going on with Kyrie? Um, and maybe I should be more specific. I want to be more specific. Okay. I. Uh, I don't even have to say. Uh, yeah, I don't even how to talk about that. How do you? Uh, the way he is being punished, mm. or not?
3: No, you're he's saying right. Punished.
2: He's, he's being he's punished. punished. Okay. Yeah. How? How? uh After acknowledging, I made a mistake, or uh, I made a mistake, or so, is is not it, even, not even, okay. not even,
3: not even, not even, not even. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that. Um, yes, it, it just depends. Like I said, I'm a glass half full type person. So, yeah, yeah even yeah. a mistake to me is like a growing moment. It's a, you can it's find a growing a moment. So yeah, I, yeah, teachable but, moment. Yeah, right. So that's okay. how I think so. So how I look at that situation is um, man, I tweeted something out the other day about this. I was like uh, in today's society, the truth messes up the story. And if you think about that, like really think about that, the stories that are portrayed most of the times, and like the headlines and stuff like that, like wow, amazing, boom, big, whatever, whatever. But then when you actually read the truth, you're a little less amused. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that story was good though. Like the story was good. So you kind of want to stick with the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I have a perfect example like in my life, um, currently, right now, I just played my 100th game, right? Mm-hmm. I played, so the story, the story that I told some people, some people, uh, who wanted to hear was like, man, I'm playing in my 100th game, and it's crazy because I played, 50 game, I played 50 games with the Jacksonville Jaguars and 50 games with the L.A. Rams. How crazy is that? Like, cut right in the middle, my 100th game. I, I played 50 games with them, and I played 50 games with the Rams. That's not the truth. <laughs> I played 51 games with the Jags. And i played 49 games with the rams so far technically so still you go 100 but the
4: story story, sound (laughs) better saying oh it's
3: 50 50. Mm. so we're gonna you know for the headlines stuff we're gonna stick with that story a little bit but the truth is a it's a little less amusing it's like a little less wow 50 and 50. you're not gonna get that same reaction with 51 and 49. yeah Uh you know what i mean Uh and that's that's like the society society that we in right now like when people actually go listen to what he said and how he's explaining it, he's like, yo, I ain't gonna, like, I ain't gonna hate in my heart. If I, if I offended anybody, I, I'm sorry. That's not why I was looking at the documentary. I'm trying to explore my ancestry. I'm trying to explore my familiar history. Right, I'm trying to explore something for me. That don't mean I'm trying to have hate for nobody else. People don't want to hear that that's actually what he said, right? Yeah. Um, so that that's unfortunate. That is super unfortunate. But two, I I I'm not a fan of like the cancel culture and all of that because, man, it like, since since when can somebody not make a mistake? Yeah. Like, we all have made mistakes. Like, when can somebody not make a mistake, and you know, apologize for it and move on? Especially when you know that one day intentions to be hateful or harmful in any type of way, anyway. Yeah. Like, so. So with what's going on with him right now, man? Yes, I, man, I, like me, I ain't got no hate in my heart, no nothing, none of that. But like, if I do something to offend you, yo, I'm sorry. I ain't even mean to offend you. And then why can't we just move on?
4: Yeah. Like
3: we got difference of opinion. We got different views. Now why can't we move on?
4: Or why can't we have constructive conversations? Yeah, so we can understand each other. Each other. And that's the thing that exactly. I don't That's like. what I don't like. You yeah, and, I mean?
3: and you ain't gotta exploit. In 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 essence, like you ain't gotta exploit me. I shouldn't have to. Man, I made a mistake, and now I got to pay you five hundred k, and then I got to do go do this and do that and do this and do that. Man, nah, yeah. like yo, I apologize. Man, if I can get better, I ain't even mean it that way. This is why I was watching the documentary. Right, boom, it. I didn't even really pay attention to these parts, so I'm learning this with you. I I, I hate that that's in there for you, but that's <laughs> not why I was looking at it though. Mm-hmm. Like, and then let's keep it pushing. And then like, in, in our culture, like, like people can, I, I don't like how it's not the same. Like, you know, somebody, somebody and I don't wanna get into specific people or nothing, but somebody can say, come on and say, nigga. You know, a white person can come on the show and say, nigga, a hundred times if they want to, And then apologize, and there's there's no further
4: ramifications. Oh, it's not even more. It's like, well, you got, it's still that. Well, you say it, like, is it really that right? And then and then and
3: then we you say it,
2: we get the you say it,
3: right? And then and then we move on. You gotta pay no five hundred k. It is, and then you gotta go talk to all the all the black leaders. You gotta, (laughs) yeah, man, what like, why why is it not the same, like, yeah? And I and you can have. Man, people gotta understand. You can have different views and just still keep it pushing. Like, yeah, you still keep it pushing. Absolutely. Like, I like I. I believe in whipping your whipping your children. Sometimes some people might not believe in whipping your children. Like, I might be all the way on this end. Like, nah, they need to get whooped. My homie might be all the way on that end. Don't yeah, whip like, them talk kids. to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that don't mean we can't. All right, we disagree on this thing. Now we Absolutely. can keep moving on. That that's like, I think I think. I think jesus is black just because a white person telling me jesus ain't black don't mean we can't be cool don't, like. yeah that don't that, you didn't offend me because your <laughs> belief is different than my belief that didn't offend me
4: yeah
3: I, that's just me i i per, i believe jesus is black you believe white. okay we have a difference of opinion we agree to disagree and we can keep it pushing like, we can
2: still be Friends, yeah, I we mean, can we keep, keep it pushing. pushing. Yeah, you, you, black.
3: you telling me that Je- you don't think that Jesus is black? That that's not. You didn't harm me. That didn't. You not gonna change. That wasn't. That wasn't hateful to me. That you said, man, he ain't like he ain't black. Well, that's what you believe. I just disagree with you. He black though to me. Like he black. Just like all day. They black to me. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I think we in a space right now that's really weird, and it, and it, I think it like comes from like the cancel culture, and then so many people just like, yeah, jump, piling on, piling on, and jumping, jumping onto it. That I'm not a fan of. Like, yeah. man, I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna be a fan of intentionally trying to, trying to harm somebody or be, hateful to any, anybody, anybody. any anybody. race, any yeah. culture. I ain't no yeah. fan of that ever. Yeah, but. I'm also a man of like I believe in second chances and stuff as well. Absolutely. I do I do believe in that. Like
4: we all need grace. We, are. we all I Hell mean, it's yeah. it's daily. It, we walk through it daily, but I feel like the society now is is pitted everybody against each other where one you can't not like something and not be deemed a hater. Mm-hmm. You can't disagree with somebody with not being labeled a racist or, you know, something else and mm-hmm. We have to figure out, and I, and I think it's just unfortunately it's so social media driven. It's a Caleb Plant said this. It's the top top comment syndrome. Like everybody wants something to where people are like, I like this, I like this, and we've also stopped as a as a, a nation as, a, as just people in general of the curiosity of learning about each other and other races and other people's beliefs, like. We have to take more stock in each other, right because everybody's
2: I mean? every that that you're right because like everybody's everybody's ahead of everybody. oh, he's offended you're not like you know you'll see on social media it'll be uh, you don't see this happening over here and you're not talking about it you don't see this happening over here and you're not talking about it you don't see it. everybody everybody is a vi- what's happening in Iran is important what's happening in in the congo is important what's happening in china is important mm-hmm. but we we that's the thing is that it all has to be acknowledged mm-hmm. we can't we can't acknowledge like just what we want to it's all painful and i i i i just i hope I, I hope that we begin to find a way to uh be more uh healing towards one another like we gotta heal man there's there's a lot of healing that needs to take place because right now everybody is offended nobody is hearing anyone yeah. you know what i'm Just saying talking over each other. and talking over <laughs> each other you know someone thinks you don't care about their point of view i i had a friend literally hit me and this is a dear friend hit me on social media dm and said I, I i didn't see you you know friend to friend i didn't see you condemn kanye or kyrie and i was like i said you are my friend and we are family i said and i feel like that this conversation shouldn't be ha- happened over text we should definitely sit down and have dialogue back and forth because just because we are friends like you don't want i, I don't want to give you a fast thing and and i'm not thinking i'm probably not thinking at all what you think i'm thinking and i'm not sitting where you think i'm sitting I just feel like, to be very honest, I, ha- I know because of how I look, I got to be more careful than you are. I got to be careful about what I say, you know what I'm saying? Because the repercussions for me and us and our careers are totally different. Mm-hmm. So I have to be careful and I don't want it misconstrued. Mm-hmm. So that also is a reason we got to mm-hmm. sit down at the table and have the dialogue we have to do a better job of, of 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 really wanting to listen to each other like because no, again nobody's hearing each other right now you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i also feel like for us if we're being completely honest you know we have to be i gotta i, I gotta think before i just shout out some the shit. context i have to but other but everybody don't have to Everybody don't have to give context, we do.
4: Yeah.
2: We have to give context, we're crucified. That's yeah. the reality of it.
4: Yeah, I mean, we just gotta implore <laughs> people, and I think we gotta teach kids, like, you gotta ask questions. Uh-huh. If you don't know, like, I mean, I grew up, I had, like, white best friends, Hispanic best friends. Same all those things Shame. and you you ask questions and we don't as adults we don't ask questions you probably know 10 jewish people you probably know 20 hispanic people but we're not interested in nobody else's lives but ours until something happens and you see everybody else in the uproar and then it's like Oh, I care about this now mm-hmm. we, we we care about that's why I, who said it like what y'all fake caring about today yeah we uh-huh. live in a, a, a society where we fake care about something no, every day uh-huh. and we have to get back to being curious about us as humans as as individuals as people as culture because that's that's where the human condition that's where the love that's where the brotherhood that's when those kind of things and, and it also could can open your mind up to those things like you talk about like faith and christianity i grew up baptist went to you know my 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 grandma and them they're from mississippi new orleans six hour long church it turned me off when i got to high school i started studying five percent nation because uh-huh. i'm seeking and trying to find who i am i get out of that I'm like, this ain't right for me. And then I get introduced to somebody who was like a born-again Christian. It was a little intense, but he was able to finally break it down to me that was palpable for me to understand, Mm -hmm. to make me lean in more, to be like, I want to hear this, you know what I mean? And then you find, but if, if I didn't have somebody that leaned into me and was like, yo, let me break it down to your level. Because that's the problem is we talk to everybody as if they should know exactly what you're going through, your plight, your culture, your religion. And sometimes you gotta break things down to people to meet them at their level. And we have to just start figuring out how we do that as a person. It's anything simple as food. I didn't eat sushi until I was like 24 years old. It wasn't because I didn't like it. I just wasn't around it. And I didn't have somebody to be like, let me introduce you to a California roll first. <laughs> now try this. You know, it's just, it's, it's having people, it's leaning into each other. I did think
2: I was eating sushi for a long time, eating them California rolls. Right? Rouse. Right. Some bullshit. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I was just, uh, I'm going to keep it so real. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like,
4: lean into people, ask questions, you know, and, and don't feel like you're forced because of where society is that you got to comment on everything. And jump into the conversation. If you don't know, it's okay. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You uh hundredth game yesterday, like you said, right? hmm
4: Damn, that was just yesterday.
2: Yeah. Hundred more? You see a hundred more? If it's in God's will for me, yeah. Yeah. I
3: used to put a limit on uh like how long I wanted to play. I used mm-hmm. to put a limit on how long I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Like I would uh like I would like when I got in the NFL and probably like after my first year I used to always say like man I want to play eleven or twelve years max Okay. and then I just want to get out I, eleven or twelve max it, it, and and if I don't get that many I ain't tripping right got it but um man the, the like I love this and and I feel like this this gives me a um, a a platform where I can speak about my Lord, say, Jesus Christ. I can speak about topics that need to be talked about, um, whatever. Like, I, and and at the same time, like I can play this kids' game that I've always loved playing as a kid, and get paid to do it, right? And be around other people who are like-minded, and you know, some people who are not the same as me, and you know, I learn about them, like what we was just saying, like all of that. So I stopped putting up. Probably like before I signed my second contract, um, like. Probably that year before that I stopped putting a number on it I was like man however long you know God's gonna continue to bless me to play is how long I'm gonna play and I'm healthy as long as I'm healthy my I'm, I'm still able to be a, a, a good dad my family's good um then i'm I'm gonna continue playing until until I until I can't play anymore
2: you you've come up in an era where you know last couple of years you know um there was there's a you know talk of cte right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you do you get are you concerned about that do you ever get concerned about that
3: i personally don't okay um because i like to think i play the game the right way yeah you know what i mean i play the game the right way with the right techniques mm-hmm. um, don't try to do anything outside of the game like yeah i i make big tackles but i'm they're, they're like form tackles they're with my shoulders. you i see you know what i for mean real, like for real like i'm I, I, I play like I just feel like I play the game the right way, calculate, yeah, to where I try to avoid you know any any stuff like that, um granted, like sometimes it, it could just happen, right it could just happen like things happen, but um, uh, again, if if there was ever to be a situation where I felt like it's something that i I truly need to worry about because of my experiences mm-hmm. then then yeah I'll I'll stop playing, but um. It doesn't worry me based off of other people's experiences because I know the way I, I <clears throat> yeah. play and the way that. And the game is so advanced about, now yeah, too. The way I go about my business and, um, you know, there is a, there's more technology coming out, better helmets, better equipment, better like so much stuff. You're always trying to advance, um, so that's mm-hmm. one good thing, and it's you know starting to become an emphasis as of these these like past four or five years and. There'll just be more and more emphasis on it with, you know, accidents happen, freak accidents happening, cushions and stuff like that happening. So, um, you know, I, I have faith in, in, in God and in yeah. the process and in the journey and the advancement of the game, the advancement of equipment, the, just everything, that how I play that, that I don't worry about it. And I don't, just me as a person, like, I don't live in fear anyway. So God, it is what it is
4: outside of football uh I know you're just a huge sports fan I know we we had mm-hmm. conversations about <laughs> boxing and all that like yeah. who are some of your current favorite athletes outside of mm, you know the hash marks Mm.
3: obviously like I'm a I'm a LeBron fan I can't help it man I'm a LeBron fan LeBron, okay. is, LeBron is the goat of of, of my era you yeah. know what I mean that's, absolutely that's simple like um you know it is it, definitely Kobe, a little bit, but man, like when Braun hopped on the scene from high school is like when I really started paying attention to stuff. So it's like Braun for me, really. And um, for him to be doing this for, you know, 20 years and all it is, like, you know, I've been watching, like, I'm thinking about it now. I've been watching LeBron since I was eight years old. That's <laughs> wild. <Wow. laughs> you know what I mean? And he's still doing it at a high level. Yeah. So I, w- I would say LeBron's like my. Uh, the I'm the the pinnacle yeah the um, pinnacle of, of of outside of football of who I can be a fan of like yeah um, yeah so I follow him everywhere to be honest I was a, I was a, I was a Cleveland fan fan Miami fan now I'm a Lakers fan, like LeBron um, Brian, and then obviously like Cleveland. I know guys as well you know yeah. what I mean just being in the in the space professional athlete you get to know other professional athletes so a lot of a lot of different basketball players I've met, and I'm a fan of, and I'm yeah. a fan of their game, and I got a like a different kind of respect for all of them anyway because I know what they had to put in to get to where they are and do it at this level. um But I, I really only I, I watch football, and like you said, I boxing a little bit. Shakur Stevenson, he
4: caught, he caught
3: Tank, he caught yeah. Tank when they fight when he fight Ryan gonna knock him out and I and I and I rock with both of them but lights out but but tank different You know what I mean like I just I, I like I I respect and I admire like professional athletes because I know what it takes to, to get here and it's tough man and, yeah but um you love tank man you already know yeah, I know like on. That. And it's crazy though because I, I was put in a bad spot because I I rock with Ryan too. I ain't gonna lie to you I rock with Ryan he to me he liked that too I'm a Crawford but, fan, but Tank, you a Crawford fan?
2: I'm a Crawford fan. I ain't
3: gonna lie. If him and Spence have a fight, I got Spence. I ain't gonna lie to you. We gonna we we gonna we'll I like both. I like both of them too. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just a fan of like you know other good other good people. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah. I listen, Earl Spence. Like I he get liked it. that now. I yeah. He I'm, I, that. I, will, I will never disrespect Earl Spence. Is nice. Yeah, he like that. And to come back from the injury that he came back from. Um, and like, just go back in there and, and handle homeboy uh, recently, who had just dominated Pacquiao. Um, even though Pacquiao's you know, in his later years, he's he's nice. But Bud, for me, Bud is a, a different kind. Oh, he's different now. He's yeah. a different he nice. kind of dog. Ain't and, gonna say he ain't. And and, and he's. Uh, I want them to. I want them to. That's the thing that's that's so disappointing with boxing. I just want them to make the make the fights. Yeah. Like let's just fight. Like yeah. Pacquiao Mayweather took way too long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I agree. like Bud and Spence should be fighting right now. There's just
4: too many bells, too many promoters, too you Javante know
2: I mean? and Ryan should be fighting. Shakur uh, yeah. and you know, Tiafimo, whoever want to get it, they should be fighting. But I like, agree. That's should, what we want as fans. We that's what I want to see people fight. See yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why. That's why I think the UFC is popular though, because they fight. They they fight. don't care. They, have, and they don't care about one every loss weekend. record. It's
4: yeah, a fight every I mean, and it's set And up. they have
2: eight losses. Yeah. And the fans are still like, "That's my favorite guy," because yeah, they, they fight. They
4: run it. They run it like it's. They run it as their business. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like. The NFL, right, the NFL, they don't go to the owners and say, Who do you want to play this? You know what I mean? Like, they said everything. Boxing is, there's 30 promoters and they go, I don't want you to fight that guy yet because the money ain't right. I don't want you to do, you know what I mean? So it's a lot different. And I want people you know? to get
2: their money. Don't get me wrong, but I think you're going to yeah. get the money if you make the fight. You got
4: to go and show out. That's you make what the it fight. Was.
2: That's why Tank can get what he wants right now because he done gone in there and put people to sleep. We don't. We know at some point somebody going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> night, <laughs> night, <laughs> night 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 night, some, night. You know what I'm saying? Um, like for real. Well, one qu- because I, yeah, I was yeah. before I forget. Jalen Ramsey is the commissioner at the NFL. Where's your thing? I need to know the first two things you're addressing that you feel Ooh. are because because the game is important to you. Not only do you play it, you love the game. Mm-hmm. And as someone who loves the game, you want to see it improve. Yeah. What, what are two things that you want to see improve in the sport that you love mm-hmm. so much? Mm. That you and your brothers be in the locker room about and be like, man, fuck! Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
3: That's tough, because more than two things come to mind. <laughs> but I'm, okay. You know, the first two things that come to mind, honestly, are... Yeah. Um, First and foremost, I would do any and everything possible for player safety. So, like, right now, players are talking about, we need grass fields. It's done.
4: Yeah.
3: Like, it would be done. It, it wouldn't be no conversation about it. Yeah. It would, like, no conversation. Got it. If y'all think that it's this much of a difference, if y'all feel good playing on grass fields, you feel like there's less injuries, if there's statistics that say it's less injuries on grass fields, I understand the business part about it for for y'all owners and stuff. I know why y'all want to have the turf and, mm-hmm. and do this because the events that y'all can bring. But these players gotta actually play on the fields, though. Like yeah. they have to actually play. They gotta have if a life can, after this. They, yeah. If they can't play, if one of your top players goes down, that's not good for any of us.
4: Yeah.
3: I will fix that immediately. Okay. Yeah. Like that's anything that's dealing with player safety that I can actually fix, like some things you can't fix like you can try your hardest to but at the end of the day football is football It's a fierce sport it's yeah going to be some, it's gonna be some injuries it's gonna be some things that happen but if it's something like that that I feel like I can change and it's like I'm, I'm telling the owners right now I'm so, I'm sorry I know we all rock with each other you know how that is but we gotta get, get these grass fields okay and y'all just gonna to have to hire the landscaping crew to prep the events and all yeah but we gotta get these grass That's, that would be one like anytime the players have like a, a outroar about something, and that's just the first thing that come to my mind because that's oh currently going on right now. It's not yeah. even like an uproar about wanting uh, grass fields. So that it would be automatic for me is grass fields. Okay. And then secondly, secondly, I would address um I would address that the quote unquote Rooney Rule. Um, man. Yeah, we let's get into this one. This because, man. I've been around some extremely good coaches in my career extremely good coaches and I've been around probably two two coaches just in my mind right now one should at least be a head one should be a be a head coach for sure they know at least he should be a head coach and then the other one should at least be a defensive coordinator if not a head coach but at least should be a defensive coordinator but man, it's, a, it's a, like it's a system they got that, you know, they, they rotate these coaches or they got their friend or their homeboy or, or they have a tree mm-hmm. of people and then they get hired from that and, and this and that. But I've been in locker rooms. I've been around facilities where I've seen like, no, that is actually the good coach. Yeah, He should be the one with that job.
4: Yeah.
3: Ain't no way he's my defensive coordinator. Ain't no way he just the DB coach. Like I've been around those guys, you know what I mean? Um, and yes, they've had like interviews and stuff like that. So I guess you could call that a step. But Seman- in my mind
4: semantics. <laughs>
3: but in my mind though, I'm like, there is no way yeah. that they interview him and they interview him. And he got the job. <laughs> and he got the job over him. I'm like, there is no way. Like no way. You can't tell me he's a he's a better leader. Of men than him you can't tell me that he knows schemes better than him you can't tell me that he deserves to be this head coach more than him i'm not and i'm and i don't i ain't taking nobody blessings away like man, you blessed to get what you are yeah like, yeah congrats yeah. to you but yeah but it
2: just confuses
3: me it's baffling right that
2: some of these some of these black black coaches in the nfl i'm tripping because like i've been like when is eric b gonna get a job
3: I haven't been around him, so I can't speak on no, him. No, no, but I'm just but, saying, but he's a guy that Airbnb, everybody brings up. Like,
2: yeah. He's a guy that everybody you, brings up. Patrick Mahomes has said, I'm not me if this dude is not here. I'm not me. Like, this is why I'm who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah. like, your man, Raheem Morris. Like, it's, why it's, he hasn't got a second shot after like, the Tampa. That's insane.
3: It's insane, it's, 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 insane, insane. Like, it's insane to me. It's insane. It's insane to me. And whatever they try to say, you can come whatever argument somebody got to say, I have another one against it. I ain't going to lie see you. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm that adamant about, about yeah. like, the coaches that I've been around. Like, yeah. It's, like, then we'll be, then we'll just say, then we'll be the kinda, first few I, I, would, I would
2: address. It's crazy, like, because I saw Jeff Saturday.
4: <laughs> Consultant for the team now. No, no, <laughs> but listen, he's never coached at yeah. any
2: level other than high school, and that was just briefly, great, I get it, six-time pro bowler not all pro unless you can speak to that all pro and pro bowling is different it is different and
3: i, and I don't know exactly if he was all pro or pro bowler. i don't because I don't, I don't he's know a pro centers. bowler i don't want centers, he's a so. pro bowler but I, pro I do bowl. know he was he was Peyton he was, Manning center he was he was
2: pretty good um just, but he you know, but he jumps the line of all of these guys man relationships t- I, you, it's, people it's, hire their friends That's yeah,
3: yeah. what i was just yeah. saying like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why i would uh, address it in, in some type of way i don't i don't know how mm-hmm. i don't even know if there is a way so mm-hmm. i'm not saying it is right or wrong is it is it but it, is it relationships can, can get you further than the actual experience sometimes Absolutely. and that's just that's the way it is but man. check this out here's that's the, just the way it is but
2: here but here it is here's the other part of it people hire their friends right mm-hmm. and so if you don't have you a owner like, yeah, that looks like friends. us, yeah.
3: oh shit. you ain't gonna get no friends. Yeah, you ain't, ain't
2: gonna get there. How many? There's only gonna be so many. Right, and, uh, I, like,
3: think, a, and I think I think that's a tough part. Like, if I was a commissioner, yeah, I would love to say, man, I'm I'm gonna force these people to sell. To uh, we need to have out of 32 teams, we need to have. Let's start on the low end. We need to have six black owners. Like, I would love to say that, right? But you can't make it no Right. You can't make nobody do that. Yeah. You can't make nobody uh, sell their team and do yeah, this and yeah, do that. Yeah. And you know you can't you can't do that. But um, yeah. but I, for whatever reason, I just don't think the Rooney Rule is enough. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we interviewed him, so we completed our our quota. We made we, our, yeah, we we, we, met we, the we, the quota. we interviewed him, so now we're complete with what we had to do. Yeah. But now let me go interview who I really want. Let me go interview my homeboy who I really want. Yeah. Like I don't think that's enough. You know what I mean? Um, and then oh, if you if you like I I don't, I don't know the exact rules, but like oh, if you hire one of them, then you might get like a draft pick or something. Like I don't think that, like I don't it's think that's crazy. enough because
4: you know some teams some teams
3: don't value draft picks as much. Some teams <laughs> might value draft. Like I don't know, right? I don't. I don't Your know, GM like,
2: is like fucking picks.
3: right? <laughs> like you know what I mean? No, his GM yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. 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 but like yeah. I don't. So I don't, I don't really know the exact way to 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 do it, but. It would be something that would be on my mind to to try to address immediately, um, that and then you know player safety, the, the the field specifically, or any anything that they have an uproar about that they, yeah. like I would I would try to address those those two things immediately if if I was ever you know commissioner then. So, so what's um,
4: what's what's the next few years off the field look like for you um, as a man as business? Yeah. Get,
3: um man i wanna i wanna grow my family i wanna have a little boy man i love i love my little girls to death man but i want to have a little boy at some point
4: yeah
3: um uh, like that's and i want to have a little boy um while i'm still playing because it, it hits a little different i ain't gonna lie like love them girls to death i really do like i love them girls they love the cheerleaders. eaters they love the, the atmosphere of the games they love all of that
4: yeah
3: but they don't really. They're they're not gonna play football. They don't really know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, daddy made the tackle, or 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 yeah. you know, he's playing corner right now, or he's playing. Oh, he's playing safety this way, or oh now he's on special teams. They don't know all of that. Nor do I really care for them to know. I don't really want them to. But if you have a little boy,
0: mm-hmm.
3: a little boy gonna know a little bit because he's probably <laughs> gonna be into yeah. that. Like if my if my dad would have would have been in the NFL. I would have known exactly my, my dad corner my dad yeah yeah on this play he was doing it on it like oh and my dad plays special teams too he almost blocked the kick on special te- like it's different for a little boy so i, I do want to have like i want to grow my family have a little boy um and at least like sooner rather than later hopefully so mm-hmm. that he could be um you know five and six years old and actually be able to to, to see and notice the game a little bit not just like it, yeah. a baby and, not got being it. able to notice like i, I would really um that's some that's like one thing that's always on my mind i ain't gonna lie it's like it's always on my mind. I ain't rushing it because it got to be the right time and everything sure. like that but that's something that's on my mind um and then just like staying like really for me is like staying present in what i'm doing like on the field continuing to be who i am continuing to elevate my game as well as the people around me trying to help them as much as i can because i'm a like I'm big on trying to get other guys paid. Like I've been paid, I've been blessed, I've been this. Like I want to see, I want to see these other brothers get paid as well, and make the most out of it. Like mm-hmm. I want to see them be able to change their lives and their families' lives for mm-hmm. generations. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool to me seeing them. Like I love seeing guys get paid. Like I ain't gonna lie, that I'd be so happy seeing guys get paid. I
4: the- I see you
3: posted. I'd be so happy, and I'd be and at the same time I'd be so pissed off when I see guys getting less than what they could have got. I'm like, nah, capitalize, get all of that. You deserve that, brother, like, we don't work too hard, like, you got, this is your chance. Hit them upside the head. Really, hit them upside the head, take it all. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's really, that's what I be thinking. Um,
4: Zion shy from Zion.
3: Yeah, man, and um, and then continuing to be able to, like, change lives, like, growing in my foundation work with, with my best friend, Derwin James, we, we started our Safety Corner Foundation um, and, and that's trying to affect, you know, the underserved communities uh, here in the LA area, but also back home in the Nashville, Tennessee area, and uh, back home in, you know, Polk County area, Florida, where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that I really want to continue, like, growing even more in that realm, and then um, just aligning myself with the right people to get into the things that I want to get into after football whenever that time may be not rushing that at all i want to continue playing football for as long as i can but getting around the right people to uh, like i want to i'm in, i'm very interested in eps and being like eps i want to get around the, the right people whoever whoever them those people might be to just learn about that along the way not really even necessarily get fully into it but just learn about it and pick up stuff over time so if that time comes boom then right. i can i can maybe transition into yeah. that or yeah you know, I'm interested in that. I'm interested in, I am interested in coaching, but not in college, not in the NFL, just at the high school level. So like I do high school visits now just to be around like the high school coaches and the high school kids again to see their vibe and see how they would would interact or see how they would, um, you know, cling on to any of my words that I tell them and my knowledge, like seeing that has been cool for me as I've been doing like a little high school series Seeing these kids like, man, he knows what he's talking about he's and just giving them little tips and stuff, and then seeing them look at their coach like dang coach you knew you know, you knew Jalen Ramsey and this and that and then it it gives their coach a little bit of uh, a vote of confidence, so now they listen to their coach a little bit better and stuff like that and i like i like uh I, I love the youth man I think the youth is 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 it sound cliche but I, I feel like the youth is our future right so um you know, and I just remember myself playing high school football and playing with all my friends. And some of, the, some, some of my friends, it was their last time ever playing football again. But those moments, they enjoyed them. Um, and it, you know, made an impact on their lives. And we can still talk about some of those moments. And then, you know, other guys, we advanced our career on the college and, it, and some of us in the NFL. And, but we all can look back to high school and be like, man, those were good moments to where I learned something key and um, foundational for the rest of my life. So I want to be able to change, um, you know, high schoolers' lives like that one day if I'm if I'm in, you know, coaching foot coaching high school football or something like that. Like read like read the shirt, you know what I mean? Pressure bur- pressure, burst pipes and turns black kids into superheroes. Like that's something in high school, like you can really mold a kid in high school to that. Like man, all the pressure you gonna have, are- nah, man. Pressure is what you make out of it. And it's going to turn you into a champion. It's going to turn you into a superhero. Like, I want to be able to do that with kids um, one day. So, yeah, man, that's it that's uh, that's kind of, that's just like <laughs> my, is. that's like my vision. Like, yeah, and it's it's a growing vision, you know what I mean? But that, man, that's man, it right there listen, for sure.
2: The <clears throat> you know, it, we, it, we've been trying to sit down with you for a long time, and we appreciate you. Again, um, for those who don't know, Jalen, again, was was and is and has been an early and continuous supporter and advocate and uh we appreciate it man we appreciate you again taking the time and sitting down with us and man blessings on everything that you uh that you uh that you're doing and that you will continue to do and just love the way you're moving man no i appreciate it i love it and
3: y'all know i already know but i'm gonna tell it you know on the camera i love what y'all doing i love and why i've always loved you know this show podcast, whatever you want to call it, is because the conversation is so different. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, 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 we talk about a little bit of the football and the blessings and the just, but we, man, we talk about real life. And we talk about the mental aspect of it,
2: mm. and
3: hearing each other, and the growth that we need in our lives, and the grace we need to show each other. You know, this is just all stuff we just touched right now, but in yeah. all the other episodes y'all have touched this with different people in different aspects of life, artists, entrepreneurs, other players, other athletes, wh- wh- whoever it may be, we all need to have these type of conversations. So that's something I've always respected and appreciated about, yeah. about about this man. Love it, you, man. sweet
4: life, man. Uh, signing off, Dream Hotel. Be kind this week. Show somebody some grace, some love. Um, special shout out to our brother, man, Jalen Ramsey, Malik Rashid, Chief Johnson, Micah, DR. Micah, Dr. I appreciate, appreciate y'all. y'all. Peace.
0: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?